Hey folks, welcome to Holistic Therapy Podcasts. Here you'll find a no-nonsense approach to behavioral therapy, hosted by myself, Duncan Taylor. The approach is diversified, and by combining several mental health treatment disciplines, it delivers vital and usable information to you directly, giving you the tools to address mental health competently. I am a cognitive behavioral therapist, and with the changes brought on by the recent pandemic, I decided to launch and share my experiences gained over the last few years in the hope that it will assist you identify and manage potential mental health imbalances and issues. So with respect to today's podcast, it is my intention that by the end of the podcast, you will have a full understanding of what it means to have and cultivate self-respect. We will cover the methods of cultivating the right cognitive behaviours that support your mental health and balance, with a view to respecting yourself, as well as offering insights into the pitfalls of negligent and disregard to this subject. Your mind is the most complex and most advanced operating system to be found in our universe today. Humans have become lazy to a large degree, and many people still falsely believe that we are unable to control our minds. This is no more evident in the many, many people out there that do not have any self-respect or gratitude for themselves or their surroundings. So firstly, we must ask what it means to respect yourself. Respecting yourself generally means to be proud of who you are, which includes your imperfections. You do not have to feel that you have to be a perfect human being 24-7, and being able to forgive yourself for past mistakes forms a large part of this concept. You know where and how to set personal boundaries, both for yourself and others in your circle of influence. You do not tolerate bad behavior from others and have um, high expectations of how you want to be treated. So this begs the question, what steps or areas of our lives do we need to be aware of in order to secure our self-respect and improve our daily lives? The first thing that comes to mind um, is self-care. Consider how society applauds busy people, driven people, and the high achievers. It's not natural to consistently run at 150%. If you do not allow some downtime or self-reflection time, you are doomed to face poor performance and burnout conditions or scenarios early on in your career, or for that matter, even in your personal life. Your brain needs this time to reset itself in a precise and healthy way in order to remain performing at its peak and in your favor. You need to take the time to reflect on your activity, successes and failures in order to evaluate and adjust your cognitive thought patterns to make positive adjustments to your way of thinking, approach to situations and ultimately the actions you take. Physical health and diet play an important role and is one of the cornerstones to a healthy mental balance and outlook on life. So that is self-care. The next topic we're going to tackle is self-image. Self-image or self-love 
is critical to this exercise as you are your biggest fan when life is good and your worst enemy when it comes to a careless mind or thought pattern. Every positive and negative quality you have has been cultivated by you and only you. What you accept as normal or okay is also what you encourage for the future. You have to essentially become happy in your own skin. Love who you are and what you stand for in life, be that your moral standing, your spiritual wealth, or your circle of influence being family, friends, and acquaintances. So keep a positive self-image and reflect on it, appreciate it, embrace it. The next point we want to discuss is acknowledging your emotions. By acknowledging your emotional state when you are upset or depressed gives you strength for when similar circumstances come around again. Knowing your boundaries and expressing them adds value to the thought process and highlights your and their boundaries. By vocalizing your emotional pain adds value to yourself personally in a way that can be liberating. But it is most certainly not an environment that you will encourage or wallow in. It is merely to acknowledge the emotion, to learn from your mistakes, pay your respects and move on. The next consideration we have to take a look at is to know your self-worth. The most critical fact in our life seems to be time. How we use it or spend it is critical to our mental state and balance. It remains a valuable attitude to develop the effective use of our time, both for self-awareness and self-realization. How we choose to use our time is vital to our own growth, whether that be in education, our spiritual practices, or our relationships. You have a mission in life, and knowing what that is and what the purpose of life is all about will become your cornerstone or anchor in life. You have so much to offer this world, even if you do not realize it as yet. How many people rely on you? How many people love you that you do not even know about? What are you offering people or pets right now that you may not even know of? Whether it is emotions, your company, your love, or simply your availability. Never underestimate how you affect others. And more importantly, acknowledge your responsibility to everybody you come across to remain positive and a light for them to admire and respect. Moving on, surround yourself in positivity. This point is as critical as the others, but by seeking out and exposing yourself to or surrounding yourself with positive people, environments and situations, you naturally cultivate the mindset within your own mind that naturally adopts what it perceives to be normal. It is a habit that you cultivate and is always appreciated by anyone that comes into contact with you. Do not pay attention to the negative people around you. They will drag your spirits down to their level very quickly if you are not aware of it. 
it is also even more destructive if you allow them to do this. There are toxic people and situations out there that serve you no purpose. Stay well away from them. There is no set of circumstances known to man that serves us or calls for a negative attitude. Negativity has never served anyone and by getting involved or pampering your mind to its weaknesses will lead to an imbalance with respect to your mental health and will ultimately lead to a mental stability issue within a very short period of time. Seek out the good in people and situations in every opportunity. They are there and your mind needs to be trained and to become aware automatically in order to see these traits before it wallows in the negativity. The next concept we're going to discuss is physical exercise and activity. There is a reason why all the coaches and therapists and motivational speakers claim that physical fitness is so important. The simple truth is that it is a cornerstone of your mental balance and the quality of your life and existence depends on your body and its well-being. By keeping some form of fitness level suitable to your lifestyle, you will come to realize why it is beneficial. It will affect you much more than just your physical well-being. But more importantly, it gives the brain the vital nutrients, oxygen and minerals it so desperately needs to function at its full potential. Your brain and its functions adjusts as nature intended to the input it receives. Lower that input and you automatically lower the functionality of your brain. Boosting the input physically will result in a marked improvement in your mental health and stability. The next consideration we will discuss is remaining true to yourself. By acknowledging who you are and what you are worth both to yourself and those around you will cultivate a thought pattern that is founded on experience and confidence is a natural byproduct of that state. You are the captain of your own ship, so to speak, and being in charge allows you to make decisions that honor your mind and its relationship with this world. No one has your best interests at heart to the level or extent that you have. You need to be your own champion. You need to be okay with yourself. You have cultivated a moral and ethical standard that you are proud of, and by remaining vigilant and constantly upgrading or refining your thought patterns, you automatically remain on the straight and narrow that will serve you well. At the end of the day, you are the only person you can rely on in any situation to pull through for you. Love who you are and cultivate your approach and mindset to form the ultimate you for both yourself and those you come into contact with. So moving on to the next subject. Define your values and your boundaries. By having a clear path, a vision and a mission in life, you are able to set boundaries that will ensure your continued growth to become the best version of you. Clearly define your values and enforce those values on a daily basis. Be disciplined about this. 
The mind has to be trained, and only through discipline and consistency will the mind default to the best choices every time. Get to know and understand your boundaries. Review and adjust these regularly to avoid falling into the trap of monotony and a lazy mind. At the same time, learn to say no. Choose what is of benefit and what moves you forward. Dismiss the rest. The next item we're going to discuss is reflection and assessments. It becomes a critical task to self-reflect and analyze your activity, progress and achievements on a regular basis. If you do not take the exam, so to speak, how will you judge your level of awareness and knowledge? Be honest and critical in your assessments, as the better choices and planning you undertake now, they will only lead to a far better state of mind and attitude in the future. Don't be critical on yourself. It is, after all, a learning curve that we will become accustomed to in due course. The next item on our list is your own time. Getting comfortable with being alone with your thoughts is an important activity. Personal reflection only happens when you are alone, have no actual deadlines or activities to adhere to. This is a time that you have to decide on and stick to on a regular basis in order to gain the benefits. Your downtime is your time to enjoy yourself and spend some of the time in quiet contemplation of yourself, your activities, your joys, your pleasures, and obviously spend a little time looking at the negative, possibly mistakes you made, failures, and use this time to adjust your thinking to avoid those situations or choices in the future. One of the other critical points that we need to discuss is to get out and about. The great outdoors is soul food, and it will always resonate with your mind, your body, and your soul. Walking, hiking, camping, or any activity that gets you out into the open is considered vital for your mental balance and perspective on life. Diversify your excursions, and bring as many adventures into your activity as is possible. Be curious and discover hidden passions, talents and hobbies that will allow you a few hours of peace and quiet without this world in your head. Folks, I honestly hope these points discussed shed some light on how to get around the negativity we so often face on a day-to-day -day basis. Never forget that the power and choice lie directly in your hands and in your control. Choosing anything else besides your own health and mental stability is foolish. Slow down or speed up your life to suit your comfort zone, which must include self-promotion and development. As always, if you feel so inclined, please reach out, leave me a comment or review, as it is my way of gaining traction in the podcast world, and at the same time, it gives me an opportunity to stay in contact with you the listener. Many of my podcasts come from suggestions and inquiries from you, so please do not hesitate to drop me a line. 
Wishing you all the joy and inner peace you so richly deserve. We will be chatting again soon. Until then, please take care of yourself and please look out for each other and stay safe. Bye-bye. Thank you.